you want more from this life, don't you? You want more happiness, more joy, more abundance, more wealth, more prosperity, more fulfillment, more success. You name it. We all do. It's in our human nature to want to be better, to want to provide for ourselves and for those around us, for our families. Now, come here for a second. Stay for a few minutes and together, let's unpack this. How can we work together and make your life and my life a paradise? It doesn't mean that everything will change overnight, but we hold the power to bring more joy, more fulfillment, more success, more abundance, more prosperity into our life, be it across relationships or careers or family life or community life. Doesn't matter. You can, you can have it all, but it has to start somewhere. Look around you. Look at all the beautiful souls that walk by you every day. Look at the beautiful souls you call your family and friends. Can you find those that seem to always have a smile on their face, seem to always look for the positive in everything? Can you look for them? Because it's very easy to find the opposite, to find those that are always, always, always looking at the negative side, playing the victim and bringing more of it in their life and unfortunately your life as well. Now, I'm not saying playing the victim is bad in any shape, form or way. There, there is no such thing as good or bad. There's definitions and definitions. We are all victims to our environment at times, but we don't want to become victims to ourselves because then we get into this cycle where we keep repeating and repeating and repeating the same patterns and then we're not going to get different results. So I invite you to spend a few moments with me and let's unpack what we could be doing to bring more joy, more fulfillment, more success, more abundance, more prosperity into our life. Now, before we jump into that, let me ask you one more question. If you do not take control of your life, meaning that you do not take control of the circumstances you're in, of your thoughts, of your beliefs, of your feelings and emotions, of your actions, how can you expect that the outcomes you're going to get at the end of it are going to be favorable and in line with what your vision might be? Think about that for a second. If you truly want to make a change in your life, know that you do have the power to do it and you have the support in this beautiful community here at Unleash Thyself, but also with people in your life and people that you haven't even met yet. You just have to take the first step, become aware and take some action. Now, before we dive deeper into today's topic, let me introduce myself. I am Konstantin Morun, a neuroencoding and transformational growth specialist. My own journey overcoming a lifelong battle with depression, anxiety, burnout, and the 10 thieves of our dreams, such as procrastination, hesitation, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection, imposter syndrome, self-loathing, self-doubt, stress, and overwhelm forms the cornerstone of my two plus decades in personal and professional development. This firsthand experience has deeply shaped my approach to empowering others, empowering you. And that's why we're having this beautiful conversation today. Now, if you're interested in my diverse career, I've held numerous leadership and change roles within the corporate and coaching worlds. Combined with my degree in mathematics and expertise as a licensed neuroencoding specialist, I bring to the table a unique blend of practical life strategies and neuropsychological insights. Having guided countless individuals on similar paths, my mission is to empower and guide you in discovering your why, rewiring your brain, and overcoming limiting beliefs to unlock your full potential and 
then you will be able to find the joy, the fulfillment, the abundance, the success that you have been craving for so long. Now, as someone who is still on this beautiful transformative journey, I warmly invite you to join me in this process of growth and self-discovery. Together, let's embark on a transformative journey to break free from the barriers holding you back, stepping into a life filled with purpose, fulfillment, abundance, and joy. Now let's dive into the topic for today. You may have guessed it, we're back at discussing, for those that can watch, I have a sign above me that says, follow your heart. So we're going to discuss how we can follow our hearts, find out what it is in our hearts first if we don't have it figured out yet, and then how to do more of it in our life. Now, we've had a few episodes already, either with a guest or by myself, where we talked about finding your wife, finding more meaning in work and life. We've gone through a lot of that, but many of you have reached out to me and have said, hey, can we go a bit deeper? Can we really talk about not just my journey, which we'll cover, but also what I have seen others that have been fortunate enough to coach and mentor through this process of uncovering who they really are be, be below all the indoctrination, below all the layers of everyone else's thoughts and beliefs, below all the boxes that were drawn around those people by society, by caregivers, by teachers, by themselves. So that's what we'll be doing today. So I'll set the scene from the beginning for me, because some of you may have heard my story, but probably many haven't. I was born in Eastern Europe, Romania, during the, a time when the communists were still in power. So it was a time of fear, scarcity, a lot of negative stuff. And even though my parents and caretakers did their best to shield me, to protect me, to give me a beautiful life, I was still exposed to that fear mentality, to, to that lack mentality, to, the, to that scarcity. Fast forward at 17, I moved to Canada, to North America, with my parents to seek a better future. I went to school because... That's what I was told that I have to do to have a great future. And don't get me wrong, it got me to where I am today with a beautiful career, with a chance to sit in front of you and speak. I have a mathematics degree, as you may have heard already, and I have been in the tech world for a while. In fact, I work for Microsoft in sales in a senior role. If we look at my journey so far, right, it seems pretty straightforward. Went to school, was an A-plus student for most of my life, then as I went into my adult years, I started to question certain things, but I still followed the path because, again, I, it was what everyone was doing and everyone was telling me, it's like, you got to do this, you got to do this, we know better, you're still young, you know, the, the usual spiel. You're very, very familiar with that. Now, throughout my life, I tried to deviate from the norm. And for some reason, the tracks of the norm were so firm that every time I would try to deviate, I would get pulled back in into the tracks of what the norm was or it's for society and for those around me. So again, let's fast forward to about 2021, coming out of the pandemic, working at Microsoft, having an amazing career, able to help so many people work from home, and essentially still hold a job while being with their loved ones. So very, very rewarding, but I was working crazy hours, 12 hour days, weekends as well. And I was getting burnt out because, of course, the pandemic started a couple of years before that, right? So there was a lot of go, 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 not giving myself a lot of time because I didn't know what self-love was at the time and self-care, of course. So I jump into things to try to escape from what? From burnout, from stress, from depression, from anxiety. And what are those things? 
computer games, food, Netflix, and a lot more. It all culminated for me in 2022 when I decided that, you know what, I need to take a break. I need to go on a mental health retreat. And that's what I did at the beginning of 2022 when the, let's call it, the doors opened up and people could travel again. And I went to Ecuador and we can talk about the story a different time, but there's a bit of a hint. Essentially, I went to Ecuador for three weeks and I came back with a new lease on life, rejuvenated with new ideas, with a new understanding of how life is. But as it may be and how the universe had it planned for me, I came back with all those ideas. It was great for a month. And then the darkest, darkest, darkest periods of my life happened. I went back into the, my depressive state, but this time it was 10x everything I've had before to the point that I was suicidal at times. And see, this is something that's, that was hard for me to admit for a very long time, but I am admitting it because it, it was the reality of things. And it also was a reality that I have been depressed up to that point for a decade plus. So I had to do something. And looking back at my story, 2022 was a year filled with lessons and learning and sitting on my emotions and growing, but it was also a dark year because of the depression and me not being able to enjoy almost any of the good things happening. Now, also in 2022 is when I said enough is enough. I got to stop asking the question what my purpose is in this life and start answering the question. Because you see, all my life, I asked the question, what is my purpose? To me, it doesn't make sense that we procreate, hopefully take care of those children, have a career, make some money and then die. And then the cycle keeps repeating. So I wanted to find an answer and I poured a lot of time and energy and effort into finding that through books, through podcasts, through videos, through conversations with people. And it took me months and months, but I finally, finally, summer of 2022, I had my answer. I had a draft of what my why, my purpose in life would look like. And at the time I didn't realize that there would be a major pivotal point in my life. Because you see, it was just another thing I did while I was feeling like crap, while I was feeling like nothing mattered, but I did it anyway. It took me another six months of sitting with my emotions, sitting with my feelings, being depressed and going up and down the roller coaster and then thinking about how to execute it to really put it into action. And literally, as soon as I put my why into action, meaning bring it, bring it to my corporate life, to my personal life and everything in between, that's when my life changed. That's when the podcast started. That's when my relationships at work improved, my relationship in my personal life. I continue to discover more and more about me. And literally, it's almost like a, a switch got flipped. I started implementing more of my way into my life. And guess what happened? Symptoms of depression, symptoms of anxiety, symptoms of burnout, symptoms of procrastination, hesitation. All those started to subside, not get removed because it doesn't happen overnight. They got reduced. So now, because I was in motion and I was starting to see the benefits of them more and more, and now a year and a bit later, I'm sitting here in front of you and I can tell you I'm feeling better than ever before. Now, isn't that something? Going from depressed, suicidal, being depressed for a decade plus to finding my why while still in the state, rewiring some of my limiting beliefs and all that, of course, inventorying to see where my why was showing up in my life, realizing it doesn't show up almost at all, which begs the question, is it, is it a surprise that I'm depressed? 
anxious, burnt out, stressed out? No, of course not. And then devise a plan so I can bring more of it into my life. And again, I didn't jump from barely having it show up in my life to having it show up in every aspect of life. It's a gradual process and there is no such thing as perfection, just progress. So this is what I want to tell you. It is possible. Now, okay, that was one case, right? It was me. Does it work for anyone else? And as I was going through my process and transformation, I got to meet a lot of amazing people. And some of the people in my life and also some people that I've met, they're like, hey, Constantine, can you tell us a bit about your journey? How did you actually get to where you were, to where you are today, given where you were just a year ago or a year and a half ago, depending on when the conversations were? And that's when it got me thinking, okay, let's actually backtrack. Now we have 2020 vision because hindsight is 2020. We look back and we see, huh, okay, there were many catalysts. Of course, the, the trip to Ecuador and what I did there was a big catalyst. But really, if you were to pinpoint to something that everyone can do, first of all, and something that had a major, major impact in my life, it was uncovering my why, then doing an inventory to see what it shows up in my life, and then taking action to bring more into my life. Because you see, once I uncovered my why, and we'll talk about what that actually means, once I uncovered that purpose, my purpose in this life, it's not like it was the end all be all. It wasn't like that's it and it won't, you know, it won't change, it won't adapt. But at least I had awareness and information on what it is really that drives me, that brings me passion, that brings me joy, that brings me fulfillment. And I had a starting point. So now I had a choice. I have the knowledge. I am aware. Now I can choose. Do I do something with it? Or do I continue the status quo? And for me, I continue the status quo for a few months, actually, right? Making small progress, but not enough. It wasn't until six months later or so, beginning of 2023, January, when I started to put everything in motion. And the rest is history, as they say. So let's break it down really quick. First step for me in uncovering my why. And again, I told you I spent months and months because I didn't have a process. I had to learn it all myself. The process right now, the one I'm about to teach you and the one I essentially do with my one-on-one -on -one students or my group coaching, and I'll have a course on this later as well, takes at most two to four weeks. That's it. But for me, it took months. It really starts with taking a look at your life from as far as you remember to yesterday or even to today if you want. Look at stories from your life that seem important to you or may have meant something to someone else. Ideally, at this point, you don't do it by yourself because unfortunately, you can be very biased because you can't remember how it was. You can manipulate the feelings and whatnot and kind of fool yourself a bit. Ideally, you have a partner doing this. It could be a friend that doesn't know you very well, so they can be subjective, so they have to be objective. It could be a coworker. It could be someone you find online, or it could be someone like myself, a coach that can really ask the right questions and get you to, to the answer. Because you see, when you look at, at those stories of your life, and usually I say anywhere between eight and 12 stories. For me, I looked at probably 15 or 20 because I wanted to be really, really sure. But what I realized is that really, I probably could have done it with as little as seven. Some of my clients, I have them go over eight, nine, 12. It depends on how, how far ahead we get with the stories we have. Because see, here's the key. You have a story in your mind, you have a memory with it, you start sharing it, okay? Then you have your interpretation of it. 
But the other person that's helping you, so let's call it your guide, your guide has to ask you the right question so you can get to what? To the core of your feelings, of your emotions, of your actions. So I'll give you an example from my life. One of the memories I worked with was this memory from when I was eight or nine years old, when I remember that I was the kid in Romania, in my block, that would go and collect all the other kids so we can go play soccer. And then I would organize everyone, put everyone in teams. If we didn't have enough players, I would create games, I would, I would invent games, or we would play the regular game of soccer. Now, that story, what does it tell you? Well, not much. Now, I could tell you, oh, yeah, you know, that's leadership, that's mentorship, that's creativity, right? Those are generic things, but they could become important. But really, now you need someone, and in my life, there were different people that did this, even a coach asking me questions. And the questions you want to avoid are the why questions. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Because then it becomes, it can, kind of goes in a circle. You want to ask what and how questions, because those usually get to the meat of the problem. Meaning that if I say, you know, what made you want to gather all the kids in the block to go play? Another answer could be, well, thinking back, I really enjoyed spending time with people creating with them, having fun with them, sharing with them, and having a great time. That's one example, right? Could be, could be different things depending on how you feel. And then there could be more questions tapping into different parts of your story and to the point where you get down to who is the person beneath everything. Because the surface level usually tells you who you are because of perhaps your indoctrination, perhaps of what you learned, perhaps of what others taught you. But your gifts, as I call them, show up no matter how difficult the scenario is. And the example I gave is, is let's call it a positive scenario, right? I also had less than positive scenarios come up when, for example, I was bullied in school was another story, right? Some of you may have trauma. Some of you may have stories that are tough. Those can be brought up as long as you're in a safe space and you trust the other person you're having a conversation with. If it's a therapist or a coach, you can trust them implicitly. If it's a cork or someone else, you might have to think about how you want to bring this up. So anyway, I don't want to spend too much time because I know we're, we're quite deep into this conversation. So that's how you get to uncover themes. Now, here's the key part. You go through your stories. It's not your job to uncover the themes. The other person that's helping you, he or she will take notes ideally, and they'll uncover themes, and they'll uncover themes, and they'll uncover themes. And then either together or separately, you review those themes. And the theme that shows up the most, or rather the themes maybe that show up the most, will usually make up the bulk of your why. And it's gonna be a statement. Now I'll give you mine, and you'll see how it could be seen as genetic. So my statement is what I do, and then what my impact is, or what the outcome is, not just to myself, but those around me. So I inspire, empower, guide, and support individuals on their life journey. So that's what I do. The outcome, so I inspire, empower, guide, and support individuals to what? Well, here's where you put in what you want you and them and the world at large to, to benefit from. So let's start again. I inspire, empower, guide, support individuals so that they too can find joy, fulfillment, abundance, success in life and make the world a better place. Now, you can see that's very generic in the sense that there's a lot of things I can do with that, right? The next part, so you have to have your why. Remember we talked about the gifts? 
gifts, strengths, however you want to call them. Well, you had a bunch of themes from the stories, right? You used one or a couple to draft your why. Well, the rest are usually your gifts and your strengths. I have about six or so statements around that. Other people can have three or four, others can have seven. That's what I've seen. And those are statements around how your why will show up essentially, how, how your gifts will, will benefit your why and then essentially go into what you do. So an example I can give you really quick is, for me, the theme was optimistic or optimism. That, that was one of the themes I have, right? How did I convert that into a clear how? Because it has to be an action so I can say, well, how do I, I do this in my life? Well, I convert it into a how by saying the following. I look to find the positive in every situation. And then you can break it down further if you want. That means I approach every scenario with a question. How is this happening for me, not towards me or to me? How is this happening for me? What is the positive in this situation? What are the positives perhaps? Not ignoring the negatives, but looking at the positives as well. And that's really the definition for me of an optimist. Someone that realizes that, yes, life is unfair at times. Yes, negative things happen. Yes, things happen to us that we have no control over, but we have always a choice to make. Do we want to focus only on the negative or can we shift focus to the positive as well? Because remember, what you focus on is what essentially you will bring more into your life. So optimist, optimism, finding the positive in everything is one of my house. So you can see I'm someone that inspires and empowers, and I'm also someone that further down the line, like how I, how I inspire and empower by looking at the positive all the time, by looking at positivity and bringing that in my encounter. So if I have a conversation with you, I want it to be revolving around positive stuff. Of course, there will be negative stuff. It's not about ignoring it. It's about acknowledging it, feeling the emotions and feelings associated with it and letting it go. And then focusing on the positive. What can you learn from the situation? What can you do to rectify whatever it is that needs to, be, needs to be rectified? So let's move on now. After you look at all the themes, you uncover the house, the strengths, those gifts we talked about. And again, remember, these are gifts that are innate within each of us. Each of us have a unique set of gifts. Now, optimism is not like it's unique to me, but when you look at your why and you look at your like three to six gifts, that combination is usually very, very unique to you. And while it has an overlap with other people, that's pretty much it. Now, keep in mind, if you have some overlap with other people, that also will tell you that, hey, that explains why you're such good friends or why you're so in line with someone else, because you share quite a bit of who you are at the core level before any of the other societal stuff came up on top. So now you have your how, you have your gifts and your strengths. You can then take a look at what you're going to do with them. For me, it was, oh, I'm going to do a podcast. For me, it was, oh, I'm going to be a different person at work. Because if I'm looking to inspire, empower, guide, and support people, let me look at every conversation I'm going to have at work. Am I doing at least one of those four things? Am I bringing enough compassion, empathy, love? Am I an optimist in every situation or do I navigate to the negative right away? So that's how you get to bring it more into your life. Now, again, you're looking at the what. So this is like the first part. The second part is after you identified all of these, do a quick inventory. Look at your house. Look at your why. So the house, again, are the gifts and strengths. So look at all of that. 
and say, hey, how much does this show up in my life? Oh my, it doesn't show up much now, does it? I claim I'm an optimistic person at, at my core, but then I allowed the environment to get to me. I allowed my negative beliefs and all those limiting beliefs to get to me. And now I'm such a negative person. Wow, okay. So that's a chance for me to change that. So now you did your inventory. Again, it's not about beating yourself up. Wow, I only have you know, 10%, one in 10 interactions of my why. No, it's, it's a good place to be because if it's 10%, 50%, doesn't really matter. It gives you an idea of where you are. So you can then, guess what? Compare your progress to yourself, not to anyone else. Because my path is different than yours. Your path is unique. So is your friends. But then if you have a place where you know where you are, not only can you compare progress, but you can celebrate along the way. You can do all those beautiful things. So once you have the inventory, now you can take action. And I have a beautiful framework. We can talk about how to bring real change into your life. But it starts with what we uh, talked about last week for those that were here, which is your foundation psychology, which is your thoughts about yourself, your beliefs about yourself, your thoughts and beliefs about others, thoughts and beliefs about the world. So now you have a great idea, right? Now, I, I wanted to emphasize something really quick. You can try to do this by yourself. It will be tough. Highly advise you to get someone to help you out. Someone you can trust, but someone that's not too close to then tell the stories for you or make up their own version of the story because they know enough of it. If you want someone that will truly help you find that why, find those gifts and strengths and inventory them and bring them into your life, that's what I do and have done with countless, countless individuals, dozens and dozens of, uh, at this point in time. So feel free to reach out to me, Constantine at unleashthyself.com. So reach out to me. We'll have a 30-minute free complimentary session for you. We'll take a look at where you are, where you want to go, how I can help you. And if for some reason I can't help you, I'll find someone else who can. Now let's do a quick recap because I know we've been talking for quite a while here. I truly believe that one of the main reasons people are unhappy in life, that at least they have control over, is the fact they're not fully aligned with who they are at their core, who they are in their heart. They're not following their heart. They're not aligned with their why, with their purpose. Now, of course, you can be unhappy with the state of the world, with the state of the economy, economy with the state of Mother Earth and global warming and pollution and all that. I mean, those are all reasonable things to be upset about, and we should all be upset about that. But we have almost no control over that. The only way we can influence that is if by changing ourselves, by finding that alignment within, by finding that balance within, by finding that joy, passion, fulfillment, success, abundance within, and then it's going to radiate externally. Because think about it, about this logically, right? I know how many thousands of followers we have across all the social media accounts. Imagine if every single one of us did that, then what would the ripple effect be to those in your life? I mean, I know from my personal life in just a few short years of me being on this journey, how I impacted so many beautiful souls because they got inspiration and empowerment from me. Imagine that each of us did that. Each of us found more, more beauty and more gratitude and more appreciation for what we have. Each of us found more ways to bring our passions, who we truly are to the world. No doubt your world, each of yours will become a better place. And then your world is my world, really. And that means our world will become a better place. Now, this is just with thousands of people. Now, each of us have a pretty big sphere of influence, if you really think about it, but not through pushing others, controlling others, through what we do within ourselves. If you found value in today's episode, I'd be extremely grateful if you could take a moment to subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review Unleash Thyself. 
on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. Your support helps us grow and reach more people on their unique journeys so they too can transform. This is Constantine Moroon, your companion on this voyage towards empowerment, reminding you that no one, and I mean no one, is more capable and has more knowledge to save you and take you to the next level than you do. Continue the journey to know thyself so you can unleash thyself. And as always, we cannot do it alone. So let's do it together. Thank you.